This is the Chasing Sport Podcast with your host, Chris Dix, analyzing the practical and legal impact of breaking news in American sports. Welcome to another episode of the Chasing Sport Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about two new pieces of legislation that were recently announced related to college student-athlete compensation. The first is the College Athletes Bill of Rights. It was announced last month. One of the major proponents is U.S. Senator Cory Booker. Although an announcement has been made regarding this bill, the actual text of the legislation has not yet been announced. So who's supporting this bill? At the moment, it's only supported by Democratic senators, including U.S. Senator Cory Booker, uh, former presidential candidate Bernie Sanders, and current vice presidential candidate Kamala Harris. A number of other Democratic senators have also indicated their support. At this time, there's no Republican Senate support for this bill. The announcement for the bill states that the proposal will, quote, guarantee fair and equitable compensation, enforceable health and safety standards, and improved educational opportunities for all college athletes. Let's talk about what the bill says. The centerpiece of this legislation is fair and equitable compensation. Now, how will they actually accomplish that? The announcement says that the bill will allow college athletes to market their name, image, and likeness both individually and as a group with minimal restrictions and provide college athletes with revenue sharing agreements with athletic associations, conferences, and their member schools that result in fair and equitable compensation. Well, that's a big ask. Uh, providing athletes not only with any kind of agreement regarding revenue sharing, much less one that, it, that the athletes consider to be fair and equitable, over the likely objection of the associations, conferences, and schools, um, that's going to be a tough thing to accomplish. So I'm looking forward to reading the legislation and figuring out exactly how they're planning on accomplishing that. But let's dig a little further. The announcement says that given the NCAA's history of athlete exploitation, any legislation designed to provide fair and equitable compensation to college athletes should prevent the NCAA from restricting or regulating athlete compensation. The big ask is fair and equitable compensation for college athletes. What else does the bill provide? The next element is that it's going to provide enforceable, evidence-based health, safety, and wellness standards. And that's a big deal, not only in terms of shifting from the current state of, of play, but also in terms of the cost. So the next element of the bill is an enforceable, evidence-based health, safety, and wellness standards. And again, I'm not sure quite how a piece of legislation is going to accomplish that objective, but the idea behind it is that since 2000, more than 30 different college football players have died from heat-related illnesses due to workouts that went too far, while coaches and trainers responsible rarely face consequences. And for decades, according to the announcement, the NCAA has failed to attach any penalties to their concussion guidelines, making them more like suggestions than rules. So that's another big piece of the legislation. Another component of the legislation is that the athletes want improved educational outcomes and opportunities, including lifetime scholarships. The next piece of the legislation would cover comprehensive health care coverage and support with sport-related injuries. So basically, if you've got college athletes getting injured, then they ought to be provided with comprehensive health care coverage and support for their injuries that happen while they're performing for their college or university. 
The announcement says that today, college sports industry makes billions off of the physical exploits of unpaid athletes, but bears almost no long-term responsibility to pay for the damage done to athletes' bodies during the time they wear the school's uniform. So, again, interested to see what kind of scope this legislation will have. The next element of the legislation is that it will provide accountability across college sports. It will require each school to provide more detailed annual public reporting that describes the total source of revenues and expenditures, including compensation for athletic departments and booster donations, as well as reporting on a number of hours that athletes commit to athletic activities. The next piece of the legislation is that it will provide freedom for college athletes to attend the institution of their choice. The bill would ban restrictions and penalties that currently prevent college athletes from attending the institution of their choice, including penalties associated with transferring schools and penalties hidden behind national letters of intent. So basically, this would free up college athletes to be able to move to a different institution without all the restrictions that currently are in place. Last but not least, the legislation proposes to create an oversight panel that gives athletes a real voice, establish a permanent commission led by current former college athletes, policy experts, academics, and administration officials to give athletes a meaningful voice and level the playing field by establishing baseline rules that govern college sports. So that's the College Athlete Bill of Rights. It's important for a number of reasons. One, because there's general support amongst athletes for the scope of the changes that are being proposed in this legislation. One of the proponents of the bill is Senator Cory Booker, who is a former, former college athlete. And he says, look, as a former college athlete, this issue is personal to me. The NCAA failed generations of young men and women, even when it comes to their most basic responsibility, keeping the athletes under the charge healthy and safe. The time has come for change. Our College Athlete Bill of Rights establishes a new framework for fairness, equity, and safety in college athletics and holds colleges accountable to these standards. So the College Athlete Bill of Rights was announced last month, but since that time and a month and a half, there hasn't been, to my knowledge, any Republican support for that particular legislation. It's unlikely that the bill will even be introduced until sometime next year. The other piece of legislation that just was announced more recently within the last week is the Student-Athlete Level Playing Field Act. The idea is to allow student-athletes to capitalize on their name, image, and likeness. A couple of things are different about this legislation than the College Athlete Bill of Rights. First of all, it's bipartisan. In addition to the fact that it's in the House of Representatives rather than the Senate, you've got Representative Anthony Gonzalez, a Republican from Oregon, who's a former college athlete, former NFL athlete as well. And you also have Representative Emmanuel Cleaver, a Democrat from Montana. The co-sponsors along with Gonzalez and Cleaver are Colin Allred from Texas, Rodney Davis from Illinois, Josh Gottenheimer from New Jersey, Jeff Duncan from South Carolina, Marsha Fudge from Ohio, and Steve Stivers from Ohio. So the states included in that list of co-sponsors are states that have a lot of college athletes and a lot of schools that would be affected by the legislation. Other than being bipartisan, what are the key features of the Student Athlete Level Playing Field Act? Well, first is that it would grant student athletes the right to capitalize on their own name, image, and likeness and engage in agent contracts. The bill would prohibit the universities, the NCAA, and the conferences from restricting student athletes from entering into NIL or agent contracts unless a contract falls into a category that could harm the reputation of a student athlete. The examples given are tobacco and alcohol. 
And an interesting component of this bill is that the Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, would be tasked with enforcing the provision related to NIL. Student athletes could file a complaint with the FTC if they felt their rights were being infringed upon under this new legislation. The next component is that it would establish a single federal standard and preempt any existing or prospective state laws on NIL. For example, we have one here in the state of Florida, which becomes effective next year in 2021. If the Student Athlete Level Playing Field Act is passed, it would preempt any existing legislation such as the Florida bill. The next component is that it provides congressional oversight. The bill would establish a commission appointed by Congress and made up of a variety of NIL stakeholders, including student-athletes. I think the number proposed was 13. It would include different representatives, from, from including student-athletes, but also from the universities. The commission would be tasked with continuing to study the logistics of NIL as it's rolled out and providing legislative recommendations to Congress about the ways the process can be improved. The next component is that it would ensure student-athletes are not considered employees of the universities. The bill makes it absolutely clear that universities should not and will not compensate student athletes for use of their name, image, and likeness, or allow a student's name, image, and likeness earning ability to affect their scholarship or financial aid status. The last component is that it would protect the recruitment process. The bill would amend the Sports Agent Responsibility Trust Act, SPARTA, to include a definition of, quote, boosters, The bill would also detail the actions taken by boosters in the recruiting process that would be penalized through FTC enforcement. So this bill is interesting. There's been a number of college athletes that have said that this playing field act is a good starting point, but it doesn't go nearly as far as the College Athletes Bill of Rights. You can expect that college athletes would be much more in favor of something uh, along the lines proposed by Senator Booker and the other senators through the College Athlete Bill of Rights, You can expect that the NCAA and colleges and universities are much more likely to support something along the lines of the Student Athlete Level Playing Field Act. Sounds similar to some of the components that were included in what the NCAA has itself proposed or suggested that it will propose at some point in the coming months and years. The problem is from the student athlete perspective, the NCAA isn't moving very quickly on any of this. And so that's why you have different states like Florida, California, passing their own legislation, which is now causing problems because of the differences between the different states. That presents a perfect opportunity for the United States Congress to step in and create laws that would be applicable uniformly across every state. So those are two pieces of legislation that have been announced within the last month or two. And they're definitely on different ends of the spectrum in terms of support from the colleges and universities and support from college athletes. It'll be interesting to see where the discussion goes from here. Look forward to providing further updates as we receive the details of the legislation and as it proceeds to becoming a law in the United States. Thank you for listening to the Chasing Sport podcast. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast. Check out our prior episodes and visit our website at chasingsport.com. Please note that nothing in this episode should be construed as legal advice. Until next time, I'm your host, Chris Dix, and this is the Chasing Sport Podcast.